Welcome, one and all, to another episode of New to View, common people discussing today's pop culture media. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this one we are discussing the feature film Blue Beetle. I believe it's part of DC Universe. I should know yes. this. Um, and it is available on Max, formerly HBO Max. So, uh, Mary, what would you think of Blue Beetle? Oh, DC, you know, they're just not Marvel. <laughs> that, that, that's, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, it, it's like the Flash, you know, was fun. That's DC. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, and I know there are a lot of people didn't didn't like the Flash. No, I, I, I the Flash. I, I, for whatever reason, and I know a lot of people don't like Ezra Miller, but for whatever reason, no, I good. liked him in yeah. that movie. And I thought the Flash is, even though the... The story was a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. So, but but you're right. It seems like they're very digital, meaning like they're zeros or ones. They're wins or losses. And yes. this one, for me, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. Obviously, and it's built into my subscription. So whatever. Heavily advertised. Um, it was on my splash page too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. definitely popped up. It only dropped onto Max. I think last week or something like yeah. that. It might have been on Friday. So. um and I'm sure there are a lot of people looking out for it, um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's got uh, it's got a Latin theme to it. It's a Latin superhero. You had asked me if it was based on a, a pre-existing character. I want to say yes, but mm-hmm. again, I'm not steeped in that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm I can only imagine it's a it's a yes. Um, yeah. But it, it's if a it known isn't, character. well, I mean, knowing it's coming from DC, it would have it would have to be right. I, I mean, think. unless it was like some again, but who knows? But um, yeah, the story revolves around a character named Jaime Reyes. Mm-hmm college kid comes back to he's just fresh back from school so it must be like the beginning yeah of and is it and is the it keys florida is it florida is yeah. that what it is okay so florida keys i wasn't sure and I, it's down like the sure. the company i want to say there's like a different city they're into i forget but yeah like not primaveris it's something primera city or Some something but so it. there's you know it's it's got all the hallmarks of stuff that you have every seen every other superhero a bil- bazillion times so he's kind of like some family drama yeah some he, bug involved like yeah. literally all the other stories yeah it's literally like susan sarandon plays um the bad guy in this oh, one she's terrible she's, um, by yeah, the way she, she is and her character you're not my is, lady friend from bull durham i don't like you in this no. one well, it's weird. She's like, where is she? She's mean. Oh, Victoria Court. Here she is. She's yeah. like, got like eighth credit in IMDb. So <laughs> it kind of opens two two openings. One is Jaime coming back from college where yeah. he went. They never say it. It doesn't matter. He's literally at the airport and he puts on his mortarboard mm-hmm. and his family. There's like five of them. He's got his sister, his mother, yep. his um, grandmother, it's and then his uncle home. and his father mm-hmm. are all there. And they're all proud and cheering and stuff. At the same time, there's um, a scene where Susan Sarandon, her lead henchman, and his name is Al. No, that's not it. What's his name? She's got a head bad guy. Oh, Kara Pax is his name. They're like digging through some like looks like some. I don't know if it's ancient ruins or some some type of like they're cutting into some giant some kind of archaeology stone yeah. like orb, mm-hmm. and she says, "I know what's in there." So, and I don't, and I get the, I got the impression it seemed like to like be in current time, but maybe it was in the past. I mean, they don't really tell you, and then it's not clear. It's not clear, and there's and it's significant as the movie unfolds because mm-hmm. um, anyway, they find this artifact it's a blue beetle literally and you know 
it kind of gives you it would give me more like Egyptian vibes, but hundred percent. But apparently, and maybe it's supposed to be that way too, because there are people that you know theorize, oh, the Egyptians were visited by aliens, yeah, so maybe. maybe. But they never expressly say that. But because it's got a Latin theme to it, you almost think like it's got to be something more like Aztecs or Incans yeah. or something. And again, they never really go there, and I guess it, it really doesn't matter. But essentially, she finds this thing. What you find out about Victoria Cord is she's the head of a company called Cord Industries, which has been around for a long time. She feels super it was slighted by the family. Very much so, yeah. You find out there's another character named Jenny Cord. Jenny Cord is Victoria's niece, and her father was the one who's who basically ran the company there. there, there her grandfather was the one who started the company, it was being run by him and then her aunt, mm-hmm. Victoria Cord. But when the father died, he ended up giving the company to his son instead. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the son was older or younger. It really doesn't matter. But obviously there was a lot of resentment there. And the reason which you, they, they never tell you clearly, or at least I don't remember if they did or not, but the impression was is that Victoria was just a money, power-hungry person. Yeah. And... The only way to really do that with technology is always to partner with like the army or mm-hmm. military of some sort, right? Where dad wasn't, they never said that he was against it, but you get the impression yeah. that he was, which is choice. probably why yeah. he gave the company to his son, who was probably more of an idealist, even though they don't say that either, versus his, his, um, his daughter. Mm-hmm. But then the father dies, and I don't even know if they tell you how he dies, do they? Yeah, again, doesn't matter. Um, the company does eventually fall to the um, the sister, so Susan Sarandon's character. And she's just what you think she is. I mean, she's all one way. She's all about developing this technology um, called uh, the OMAC, which is essentially... It's not the worst parts of the military, like DARPA programs. Or yeah, whatever. it's yeah. just like some type of like metal skin suit, super technology. soldier type of thing mm-hmm. where... You know, and she's with the Scarab's help able to harness the technology to create the OMAC, which is like, and again, it's not really clear how that works. And, right. and there are some contradictions. So when they don't say if you have to be worthy of that one or how you get it. or Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. like, it's kind of a, a mishmash of a whole different lot. Of, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like Shazam. It's kind of like yes. the, it's kind of like, like you mentioned, like Mexican Spider-Man in yes, a weird way. Well, it's kind of, cause it's the boy and he's reluctant and he gets this bug thing. Right. And- yeah. So, so some of the, so Jaime is, you find out like working basically as a glorified maid for Victoria Cord. Yes. You know, of course, conveniently his sister is kind of, you know, again, feisty and, mm-hmm. She's just that person, um, and there, there's a scene when they're very early on in the film. They're at the house cleaning, and mm-hmm. the sister's like, you know, I need to go do number two, but I'm not using the maid's quarters. I'm going to use the regular bathroom, and the brother is like, you shouldn't do this. Yes. Jenny Cord's introduced talking to her 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 uh, aunt and saying, like, I'm not going to let you do this, and you know, this is not what this company was made for. We shouldn't be making military technology or aligning with, you yeah. know, so there's all that clash of ideologies going on. And, and of course, you know, her aunts, uh, Susan Strand's like, whatever, like I'm running this company, I'm doing whatever yeah. I want with it. So, um, she ends up, um, running into Jaime, Jaime, like they're basically kind of manhandling Jenny, I want to say at mm-hmm. some point, And 
he's like, Hey, get off of her. And, you know, of course, like, so she sort of, Jenny says to Jaime, like, Hey, you know, like, and also coupled with the fact of the sister comes out of the bathroom, Victoria Mm Court sees her like, Hey, by the way, you're both fired. (sighs) So Jenny tells Jaime, like, I'll get you a job. Just call me tomorrow. Here's my Mm -hmm. number. I mean, like, you know, stuff that, of course, would never happen in the real world. I mean, he's just exactly. kind of like, get out of here. I mean, I know she he stood up for you, but you don't know this guy. Right, this is exactly. like all of a sudden, like, you know, so um, so anyway, Still fast forward. Take the personality test online. All of it, yeah. <laughs> fast forward the next day. He's all suited up and suited and booted. He goes to Cord- Cordon Street Towers, you know, mm-hmm. of course, in this other city, which is across yep. the bay, which is the rich people area. Of course, yes. he comes from the poor side of the tracks or the bay or whatever you want to call it um and you are like i said you are introduced to his family george lopez plays his uncle um and i forget his name everybody's homeless no one has jobs like it's sort of ridiculous. well there's this kind of like it's set up in a way like you're just it's kind of expected so um yeah george lopez rudy reyes mm-hmm. so you find out when jaime gets back backing up again you find out the dad had a heart attack so mm-hmm. that's set up early um, you find out that they're losing their home just because I don't know if dad's out of work. Who dad's knows been what? out of work. He had a heart attack like a year ago. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. what it is. The brother, um, Rudy is like on the run somehow. Cause he's all worried about getting caught by the police for something. Right. And, um, you know, so it sort of sets up all that stuff like in mm-hmm. the beginning. So of course, Jaime's like, I'm going to, you know, save the family and I'm going to get yeah. this job and I'm going to, you know, all this stuff, which is great. All, all good stuff. There's no problems there. He goes to Cord Tower, going back, um, ends up, you know, waiting for Jenny. Of course, they're like, who are you? Oh, mm-hmm. Jenny told me to come here. Like, she had an appointment. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So he's waiting in the lobby. Jenny ends up going down in the basement to the secret labs somehow. Oh, I mean, geez. she's got, she steals a key card from a scientist and realizes that her aunt did find the beetle mm-hmm. and she scoops it up, puts it into like a fast food container and walks out with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the scientist ends up coming back or engineer or whatever comes back, you know, takes a bite out of his burger and realizes, Holy cow, it's gone. Yep. Lock it down. Yep. So, you know, um, Jaime sees her, you know, kind of rushing through the lobby and says, Jenny, Jenny, I need to talk to you. Remember me? Mm-hmm. I'm Jaime, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, you know, out of desperation, she turns to him with the, you know, the burger, whatever, um, wrappings and says, here, take this. Don't open it. Yes. And get out of here right yep. now. And he's like, oh, okay. And, you know, you told me you do anything. You know, it's yeah, all. You need a all, job. Yeah, all these job. things. Yeah. So she gives it to him. He walks off, gets it home. And he's with his family and they're like, oh, did, you know, what is it? What is it? I, she told me not to open mm-hmm. it, you know, and they're going back and forth. All the stuff that you've Everybody seen hugs. eight bazillion yeah. freaking times. Of course, you know, the sister opens the box, pulls it out. Oh, look at this thing. And it's like, you know, it's literally a blue beetle, like it, fairly sizable. It looks yeah. like it's made out of metal. And, you know, the uncle, you know, George Wilpin, oh, this is heavy. And they're, you know, playing keep away. something important. Yeah. So finally they give it back to him. He ends up you know, grabbing onto it and it starts to move. Mm-hmm. It comes to life. It starts climbing around him, ends up going, and then eventually, you know, disappears down his back. And then all of a sudden he's, oh, and it's back. yeah. And then he's like, it's inside of me. And of course, Joe, you know, <laughs> George all jokes like, yeah, of course. It's like, what do you mean it's inside of you? It's inside of me. Did it go up here? You know, like, yeah. so, which it had to, is the only place it could yep. go. So, and then it's starting to integrate itself with him. You know, you see, you know, he kind of rips off his shirt and then he and then he does actually technically transform. Yes. Um, which is pretty violent. I mean, there's like like it looked yeah. like venom was like 
black tar. It didn't and, look fun. Yeah, and all these different things like this. This like light. Yeah, and then armor pops out, and then all of a sudden he looks like you know blue Deadpool with these two giant like claw like like spider legs coming off his shoulder, which. Blue Deadpool's a really good description. Right, yeah, that that really doesn't seem to serve any purpose. All of a sudden, of course, he takes off through the roof. Yeah, he secretly flies. And then he then he transforms into, like, Blue Deadpool mixed with um, Iron Man. Because his yes. voice comes online. Mm-hmm. A female voice comes online and says, oh, ch- you know, calibrating systems, checking blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's flying. It's all that stuff you've seen yeah. before, like... What's going on? Why is this happening? And like, oh my god, getting used yeah. to your technology. Yeah, so she's flying him around, and you know, like he's being, you know, he flies in the water. He's hitting pylons, mm-hmm. all the stuff, which which is fun stuff. But you've seen it a zillion yeah. freaking times. So, of course, from there, he ends up coming home. He's at this point, the all the tests have been done by the Blue Beetle. You find out that the Blue Beetle is essentially integrating with him, and. um you know, he's naked and there's like jokes about that. And then eventually, um, I forget what Jenny comes back and, you know, uh, finds him. He tells, he tells her what happened and she's like, you know, what's happening to me? What, you know, what's going on? He's like, it chose you. It had to choose you. Like, why did it choose me? I don't know. I think you could have said yes. Yeah. All the, all this, all that type of stuff you've seen in zillion times. So she's like, so, of course, like George Lopez sort of gets into it and you find out that he's come some type of like electronics or computer genius of some sort. Yeah, exactly. So uh, magically, conveniently. So he sort of says like, uh, oh, actually, they end up going to her old home, Jenny's old home, this mansion that's dilapidated. Yeah, completely. You're so rich. You just let your million dollars of property fall to the wayside. Yeah, which is bizarre. They get into the property, they go to a certain place, there's some, you know, something on the ground, some type of symbol or something, and all of a sudden you know, she presses a button and the floor drops out and this circular staircase opens up. They end up going down into a cellar or into a basement area. Of course, she hits a switch and all these lights come mm-hmm. on and all this technology pops on. And, she, and immediately George Lopez or Uncle Rudy knows, like, oh my God, was your dad the Blue Beetle? Yeah. He was like, this is amazing. And, you know, so all this technologies around weapons, all armors and all these different things. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, the one thing my dad could never get the blue beetle to work for him. It would never accept him as a host. And, uh, you know, so you're lucky. And he's like, I'm lucky. And then, so fast forward, Rudy says, look, we can get this thing out of you, but the only way it's going to happen is you have to die. Yeah. Essentially. So, and at this point, your battle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So wait, I have to live with this for the rest of my life. And, and I'm thinking like, what's the, this downside? is awesome. Yeah. Like what, like, You've dude, you're Google, like, you're really you're strong. Bulletproof. Yeah. You can fly. You've got all like all of these great attributes, yeah. like super strength. I mean, like you're almost infallible in a, weird, in a weird way, other mm-hmm. than an EMP, which they kind of showed an EMP with a, metal claw connected yeah. to it. But of course, from here, you Victoria Cords finds out, you know, that Rudy, or not Rudy, sorry, Jaime has the technology. It's integrating with him. She's excited about that because she's like, oh, great, we can just grab him mm-hmm. and then we can extract because now that it's open, right. the Scarab's technology, and then we can just go ahead and... Take what you need. Yeah, it. put it into the OMAC so then I can get this contract... Mm-hmm. You know, done and make millions. And she's planning on, you find out her henchman, Carapax, was somebody that, you know, she's not intimate with, but has known him she for a long time. She had him at the party. She found yeah. him as a child mm-hmm. and 
he was like his mother was killed by like revolutionaries or something or bad guys of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then he, she just kind of took him under his wing and he had been through all this trauma. And then, you know, so she's supported him all this time. And she's already kind of pre changed him. Like you see him, he's got some like something attached to his spine and lights got, and like, stuff. Version one. Yeah. Basically of the mm-hmm. OMAC. And now like, you know, she's like, you're, you know, we're going to make you the super soldier of tomorrow and all this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, so, um, so they do catch, Jaime eventually. And yeah, with an EMP type of claw system, they, you know, and that seemed like the all is lost moment, mm-hmm. you know, they end up doing that. And, um, and at the same time, the house where they end up catching Jaime, cause he, he's, he's at home. They end up, you know, burning down the house. I mean, it's like, Dad has a heart attack and die. I mean, right. it's all the stuff. Yeah. It's like all, all this tragedy. It's like yeah, I was just waiting yeah. for like you know if he was still in school, like the dog did his homework, or you know, it's just like, literally, you know, it's like that, literally yeah. the boatload of stuff. All the things that bad that can happen happen in this moment, yeah. and uh, they end up taking him away. The rest of the family and Jenny, you know, they've kind of bonded already, and they're yeah. like, you know, don't know what to do. So eventually, Grandma, you know, says, you know, everyone's crying and upset because Dad died, of mm-hmm. course, and. And I don't, Jaime doesn't even know this at this point. And um, they're all like, you know, grandma rallies the troops and she's like, you know, we can't cry now. We can cry later. We got to get Jaime yeah. back. And, you know, and then you find out about grandma's past through fragments of conversation, like, you know, that she was some type of revolutionary yes. or something like that. So Crazy. they end up going back to Jenny's old house and find like the bug ship, beetle ship, whatever, some type of, you know, again, aircraft or basically looks like an alien ship and they all gear up. They've got, you know, they go through the weapons. The sister's got this giant fist thing. And then, you know, grandma's got some giant, you know, like mini gun that shoots laser beams. It's like all the best parts of a video game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's moments in there which are so like at this point in the superhero comical. Well, then they're so cliche, but, but they're cliche in a good way. You uh-huh. know, it's like the ragtag crew of nobodies, you know, the mm-hmm. family is going to, yeah. f- you know, save their family from the evil, you know. So yeah. it's, 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 it's very like on the nose. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, it, but it is, there are fun moments in it. Um, they end up storming the castle. It's on, of course, some island, remote island where there's a fortress. Yeah, and, you know, there are all these like, again, red shirt bad guys in like mm-hmm. armor and stuff that look like they look like they're from Halo. They've got these <laughs> really great armor. They look cool. Um, finally, you know, they've got Jaime there. And then you find out they plant this early, like the scientist who was working on the technology that Victoria Cord, Susan Sarandon's character calls Sanchez, even though that's not his name, mm-hmm. but he responds to it to correct her you find out that he's kind of sympathetic to the situation early on you see mm-hmm. these, these knowing looks of like mm, i don't know if i agree with this um and then eventually once all hell breaks loose in the third third act pretty much or the end of the second act um you know he basically tells jaime like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna spring you you need to get yeah. out of here and you know like this is wrong and you know and then he ends up getting killed um the transfer between him and carapax the the head bad guy under Susan Sarandon's character, Cord, the transfer is complete. So now he has some of that energy that Jaime has. Yeah. Um, and of course, they face off, which is inevitable, of, yeah, course. of course. You've got the family and Jenny killing all the other bad guys mm-hmm. of the thing. And then you've got Carapax and Jaime, um, Blue Beetle, facing off with each other. And of, you know, and of course, one of the things that they make clear early on with um, with Jaime's character is like, we don't kill people. We don't kill yes. people. We don't kill people. And I'm like, 
the dude killed your dad. Like I'm killing people, yeah, but, exactly. but he doesn't. And, and I get it. I am a PC. Okay, I don't get fine. it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like, you'd be a little it, more it, eye for an it's, eye. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to break you beyond repair. Oh, I mean, you're sure. going to be paralyzed. Yeah. You're going to be pretty messed up. Like, yeah. You're going to want to die. Yeah. That's, that's what, if I'm not going to kill you, you're going to want to party. You're going to yeah, want exactly. to die. But so of course, Carapax is a chains of heart. You mm-hmm. know, he spares, Carapax in an earlier fight, and then this one, Carapax is like, "Yeah, you should have killed me when you had literally the chance." Yeah. Like literally, literally movie, yeah, yeah, it's literally every cliche. And then eventually, he has a change of heart and says, "You know, like, you know, you, you know, Victoria, you you've me. been, yeah, you've, you've, you've done horrible things to me, you know, and I don't believe in that, you know." So mm-hmm. he ends up. Um, I, does he take her out? I forget. Like, or he drops her or something, or no, the island explodes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, something like that, or some. Some self-destruct or some, I forget. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, of course, there's always this weird unspoken romance between Jenny and him. They're the same age mm-hmm. and stuff. And, of course, you know, you find out, oh, she's a loner and she's very lonely. And her family were all, were never there because they were so rich. And dad was always doing his hero stuff. And mom was, I don't know if she died when, I think she died when she was young. It's all this stuff, like, sets so it up typical, perfectly. Yeah. like. And of course, so, so now she's found a family with Jaime's family. And then, yes. you know, and then, you know, of course, the aftermath is all like, oh, Cord Industries now is running by run by Jenny. And oh, now we're going to do good. Yes. We're not making the murder robots. Anymore. And then the um, the Reyes family comes back to their burned out home. All the neighborhood people come and say, oh, we're going to help you rebuild. And that's basically the end of Encanto. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jenny rolls up on a motorcycle. We don't and, talk about Bruno. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about Victoria um, or dad or yeah. a whole bunch of other people um there's also a scene dream not a dream sequence a weird fantasy sequence with jaime and his dad who's in like i don't know if he's in heaven purgatory some limbo of oh, some it's sort an afterlife moment, yeah sure. and he's kind of like you know because there's this whole conversation earlier on in the film about purpose i don't know hmm. what my purpose is i don't know what i should do and i don't know what i should do and i just graduated this, college yeah i'm like everything. yeah yeah so dad says this is my purpose my purpose is here right now to talk to you to motivate hmm. you to do to good send you back yeah and uh, but fast forward to the end of the film, Jenny rolls up on a motorcycle. Of course, you know, it's expected. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, Cord Industries is going to rebuild your house and stuff like. Yeah. Why don't you just give me your freaking mansion you don't want anymore? Why well, you build that right. thing? You know, because you kind of got the impression like there's no one goes, you know, there. and of yeah. course, there's a scene where Jenny and, and Jaime are going to kiss and then Uncle Rudy Doc oh, Brown walks it. in and yeah. kills the whole moment. <laughs> and of course, you know. In the end of the film, they end up getting their kiss, Little and smitchy, you know, smitchy. and uh, you know, he says, um, you know, they're going to go somewhere or something. He's or she's like, I got to go, I got to do something. He's like, Oh, I'll, I'll go with you, and grabs onto her, and then takes off in flight, and yes, and and then it, you know, smashed to black and credits. So it's you know, it's 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 okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I I had a friend of mine tell me he really liked it. And now you're I not friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm confused because yeah. I'm kind of like, and not that it should matter. He's not a Latin guy. You know, you think like, oh, yeah. maybe all the, all the Latinos are behind this. And I don't know if they are or not. I have no idea. But it's, yeah, I mean, I, I likened it to, I think I told you, like Shang-Chi. It's like yeah. the Mexican Shang-Chi or the Latin. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. I get it. But it's, Shang-Chi is head and shoulders above this this movie i mean it's not even it's not even a fair comparison other than the fact of trying to branch out and and be more inclusive um which i'm all for but yeah this one was i mean it was okay i mean i know 
a lot of people really hyped it up. Oh my God, it's so good. And I'm with. I was super excited to see something new. Yeah. I mean, and, very uh, well hero, advertised. Yeah. And the hero, superhero genre is something mm-hmm. I do enjoy, but it's getting to a point now where it's kind of like, you really got to do something really interesting. Or there's yeah. really got to be some, some new angle. Yeah. It's got to be Dr. Strange or something. I love Dr. Strange. Right. It's got to have or some. Loki. Yeah. It's got to have oh. some angle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Marvel is. Again, yeah, DC, I mean, it, now being helmed by James Gunn, and I don't know if he was a part of this, greenlighting this one. I do have a lot of faith in him, um, but I still don't know if he's ever going to be able to to yeah. beat up Kevin Feige in the MCU. The MCU is just, I mean, it's just a different they're deal. just, I don't know it's, why. Yeah, it's, I mean, again, they've just got the lion's share of the writers and the actors and that storytelling. Yeah. And, and, and I think the source material speaks for itself too. I think it's just that much it better. Might be better at the end of the day. Yeah. Even though I think growing up, I was more of like a, a Batman Superman and those are yeah. DC properties. Um, but they, and, and again, you know, but the leap from movie to TV and TV to movie is very different. You know, maybe DC translates better to the justice league and the Saturday morning cartoon vibe. And maybe they just can't pull off the feature film. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Shazam was... Aquaman's I, coming. Yeah. I mean, I mean the. I would have to say out of, you know, like, I, I can say at least the first one, the first Wonder Woman I, I did, I'm not even a Wonder Woman fan, but that first movie was actually very good. It was really good. That girl's so pretty. It was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there is that. But I mean, it was just, it was... The it was, was well done. Yeah. It was good. Um, But beyond those, I mean, they're they're have been movies that like, like the first Shazam I actually liked mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't. The second Shazam was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of the same, which is kind of like good, but bad mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other things like the suicide squad, the mm-hmm. James Gunn one was okay. Yeah. Um, Peacemaker. Yeah. Funny. I mean, that's a show, not a movie. So I think there's a couple there's moments. Of, yeah. There's a, they're making a couple strides, but they're still not, there's no Wanda. There's no Dr. Strange. There's no like big epic. Jump and, out. Yeah. I mean, there's no Hulk. There's no Iron Man. No. There's no Spider-Man, even though he's kind of a Sony product technically and then integrated and then kicked out again. So, um, but yeah, going back to blue beetle, like if you have nothing else to do it's worth or it, it's, it's, it's not a waste of time, but it's certainly not, you're There's, not going to watch it twice. Yeah, it's not breaking any new ground. No. And again, like I said, I'm glad I saw it. I can speak about it, but I, yeah, like you, I, mm-hmm. I never have a need to see this again. No. Again, I mean, that, that probably sounds negative, but it's like, it just was. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, exactly. It, you've you seen it a zillion times, yep. you know, and you put it through, try to put it through a Latin flavor. You throw in a couple of Latin words and humor that I'm sure, I mean, yeah. even normal people are going to get. Latin people might find it even more hilarious or or find it so cliche and offensive that it's, it's a like, little cringy like it's a little yeah. bit too much well there are definitely stereotypes in there where you're yeah. kind of like you know furniture covered in plastic i mean stuff like that which is yeah it's kind of like expected but also sadly expected where you're kind of yeah. like really like still you know and yeah and they you know they had such opportunity because like they never give you the impression not that it matters that susan sarandon is any type of latin person i mean and if no. they and if they and if they tried to, I didn't see it at all. Jenny no. is clearly Brazilian or something, and they even say Ish, she's Brazilian. Yeah. So at least that one works. But the and Carapax is definitely mm-hmm. he's South American of some sort. I don't mm-hmm. know what, and it doesn't matter. But um, but I guess, I guess the point is like even though there are Latin characters, they're like they're somewhat stereotypical Latin characters. Well, at the so end of the not, day, you should still have a story that holds up. 
That yeah. story you should be able to drop in anybody, and the story itself should hold up. It shouldn't matter what nationality the characters right, are. Right, right. Yeah, and they kind of weed you to and believe. This story it does matter because all the the storyline is tied to it. The jokes are tied to it. Like you yeah. couldn't miss. You couldn't. Yeah. But uh, it was such. This. But it was such the the obvious points of Latin culture, yeah, like family no, yeah. and and duty and honor and oh, and th- you food, know, which again are all they're like all good things. All the they're all good things, but it's but it's presented as just like it presented I don't know to me as unnecessary. Yeah, you could have just had yeah. the story and not highlighted all that, and it would right. have been incidental to the story. Like oh, right, right, like oh, you're Hispanic? the first yeah. Reyes to graduate college. Like okay, uh-huh. okay, like, really? Of course I am. Like you know, so um, yeah. and the the actor you said your your daughters had seen him. He's probably yeah, from something, but from I something, but I can't remember I, what. Yeah, I mean, he was fine. I mean, he just seemed like everybody did a good job. Yeah, no he seemed a like job. a reluctant superhero, and then he didn't. He never it never appeared to me maybe in the final moments that he actually embraced it. Cause I'd be like sweet. Thrilled. Yeah, yeah. I'd exactly. be super thrilled. Like, and you've got out, this, fly you've the got a, you've got a being who, by the way, the being is called Kaji da. Uh-huh. They tell you it's alien. They never tell you no. where from, not that it matters. It's a female voice. who speaks English yeah. by the way. Um, and, and she's super like helpful. She's freaking, all the best parts she's of election. Jarvis, basically. <laughs> I mean, yes. literally Jarvis, like in a different suit. So, but there were, you know, and he's got all these cool, like, I don't know if they're plasma, like energy weapons. Like yes. he, he's got like these energy staples he shoots, which I thought was actually kind of cool. I did like that. And then other swords and other mm-hmm. things that he pops out, like, you know, and, and she can, she, Kaji Da can take over when he doesn't want to, or yes. they can sort of, it, it just, some of the rules were very muddy with her. Yeah. Um, Cause she's so, sort of like Siri in the matrix, right? Like you teach yeah. Him well, it's just like, yeah. like it's almost like whatever convenient thing he needed, she yes. would, she would get. And exactly. that's fine. But just say that up front. Don't make it like right. we're going to do all these tests and then I'm not going to tell you how to do anything. You just tell me what you need, which is fair, but is it? Yeah. But then like, why can't you... He's not even sure of the rules. He's like, I think she'll protect me. We'll see. I'll just jump out the window. Yeah. 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 Oh, and going back to the dad part, which was really interesting, because the dad, Jenny's dad was the Blue Beetle. He never had integration with Kaji Da. The actual da. Blue Beetle, yeah. Yeah. He created all this technology kind of like Batman to fight mm-hmm. crime, which is why he was never home, which is why Jenny was kind of like a, mm-hmm. a an orphan of some sort. But then, yeah, they never tell you how he died. And they never tell you, like again, um, what direction he was going to take the the, fa- the company, other than to do good. Oh yeah, that. yeah. There was just yeah. I mean, there were there's, there's some loose there, ends. there are definitely some loose ends for sure. If you look hard enough at it, like like oh, most yeah. things, you kind of like go, right, this doesn't hundred percent. It's not that it doesn't make sense, but it's so vague, and they throw out some. Not big moments, but just the idea like, oh, he's dead. Well, mm-hmm. how did he die? Like, yeah. you know, and then if he was willed the company, why wouldn't the company go to Jenny and not and go and go to the city? So yeah. there's just th- things that just don't make any sense. But again, it's it, it's loose ends. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But um, any other closing thoughts on Blue Beetle? No, I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, well, this concludes another episode of uh, New to View, Common People Discussing Today's Pop Culture Media. Again, my name is Frost with my co-host Mary. We just discussed the feature film available on Max, uh, Blue Beetle. 
uh, DC product. Uh, we drop new content every Monday morning, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Do follow us on your favorite podcast platforms and connect with us at newtoview.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you in the next one. Um, yeah, aloha. <laughs>